Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. When looking at integrating Gapology, its principles, tools, and methods into your leadership rhythm, don't forget to consider your identity and mindset. How you see yourself and how you think and feel about it formulates the behaviors that you exhibit. These behaviors help to identify and close performance gaps proactively to set your team up for success. Everything that we teach in our books, coaching, and classes are all connected. We're holistic human beings, and it's all tied together. And tonight we continue our conversations on IMBAR and how developing storyboards of our life can help to clarify who we are and who we want to become and the steps to get there. So let's go ahead and get the show rolling with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? I am pumped. I am so excited about tonight's uh, conversation. This is a topic that I've thought about for so long, and you know, we never really talked about it last time we went through the Imbar series um, at this detail. Um, I know we went through the the topic, but but creating a story is what I would like to go through and and talk about with you today. You know, we have a storyboard as part of our Imbar mapping process. Man, what a fantastic tool! to learn about people, um, but also more importantly, to learn about yourself so you can craft the story that you want to create. And uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on the storyboard and and how it's all built and everything. And and uh, just love to chat about it with you for a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, for starters, I can't believe that we haven't done a podcast on the storyboard. Yeah, we did an overview of it, but we really haven't dug into what it is, how it was created, um, how you can use it there. And there's multiple ways to use it, I think. Yeah, I, I use it. I use it frequently. Yeah. So this is of significance. So don't, uh, don't think we're talking about fairy tales here, leaders. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Grab your, grab your pen and paper. This is a big deal. Right. So in okay. our, in our MBAR work, so we're working with executives to, help them design their destiny, define their identity, et cetera. We found that most people, most executives do not know who they are off the top of their heads. They really don't know, which we found to be bizarre, but we found it to be true and and true of ourselves in many ways as well. So because people don't know who they are, we designed a storyboard that precedes Imbar so that people can connect with who they are. And it's really that simple, but it's quite amazing. And the joy that we've seen in people completing the storyboard is quite incredible. They, they suddenly connect with who they are and it's like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, just jumping into creating an MBAR map sometimes is a daunting task. And and looking at through the lens of creating a storyboard that really describes your life and you know, things that you're that you're proud of, that you've achieved, that you've accomplished, things that people that you impacted, 
um, those kinds of things, your vision of the future, all those elements. I think by by going through that exercise, it really does, you know, prime your brain for exploring the deeper conversations that you'll have as you create an Imbar map. Yeah. So when when we're working with an Imbar client, we are helping them transform from who they are to who they want to become. Something that simple, but that complex. And the incredible thing is that who they are is often, again, not obvious to them. And the storyboard brings it out. And we uh, we like to complete a current state MBAR, identity, mindset, behavior, action, and results, in order to create the transformed state MBAR, identity, mindset, behavior, action, and results, that is the desired state to become. And the storyboard really creates the foundation to get there. Uh, I, I would put it this simply, to, to define who you want to become, you must know who you are. What do you think of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You absolutely do. Right, if, write if, it down. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put define, it on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> to define who you want to become. Right. You could do that on the front of the t-shirt. The mm-hmm. back would be, you must know who you are. Yeah. And it is so true. And most of us are so busy and so caught up in all the complexities of our life that we literally don't know who we are. We hadn't stopped to think about it. What do you mean? Who am I? Uh, oh, wow. That's a big question. And, and we're all these different things. So again, to define who you want to become, you must know who you are. And what we found was that this simple storyboard gets them there. And it excites, I I would tell you, virtually every person I've ever done it with got extremely excited about their storyboard, about who they are. Yep. It it really, it really uh, made them feel good. And it also enlightened them so they could see the future. They could see the transformation that, that could happen. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, and thinking about the story you know, are you the protagonist in your own story? Are you the star of your story? Are you the lead actor in it? Or are you a, a sidekick? Or are you a, you know, a, uh, a contributing actor or maybe somebody in the background? Or, you know, who are you in your story? And I think in many ways, you know, we do see ourselves from time to time as not being that lead actor. We're following other people who are those lead characters. I think you're watching too many movies. <laughs> that could be. But could be. no, I, I think you're I think you're right. I think the point would be that um you can be who you want to be. Right. You can yeah. be who you want to be. Uh so it it's up to you. And it's interesting that the storyboard often causes people to realize that they can change their storyboard. That they're in control of their storyboard that they can create a storyboard of the future. They don't know that. Oh, definitely. And I think uh, if you ask people intellectually, sometimes they'll, they'll say, yeah, I I do have control. But when you look at the behaviors, which is really the result of how you truly think and feel about things, you don't see the evidence of it. Yeah, no, that that's 
So true. So true. Can I walk everybody through the storyboard? Yeah. Yeah. Let's walk through the different steps. Yeah. So there's uh, two rows of three and we uh, fill them in with uh, someone who's completing the storyboard. You can fill it in for yourself. Uh, we do it again as a process to begin the the view of an of an MBAR and identity transformation. So the first and and we tend to limit each section to three bullets, maybe four. So think of it as a limited number of things. So the first section is I am, I am, and we have the individual begin to come and connect with terms that describe them. And this one's so much fun. No one has ever considered this. It's weird. I am so-and-so. And often they'll put their title in there. And then they'll connect with they are a father or mother and and so on and so on and so on and a volunteer and then a characteristic from their work. Uh, I am the leader of this team. And it it really causes them to connect with the powerful reality that they are this person, this human being, this developmental uh, project. And it, it, it lays this foundation. So I am is actually quite a powerful conversation with someone. What, what have you experienced there, Brian? Oh, definitely. When I've done this one, uh, it usually, this one seems to take a lot of time when I've done an MBAR with somebody completing the storyboard. We spend yeah. a lot of time on this first uh, box, basically, to fill in. Because initially, you know, they're, they're, they're not used to doing this exercise, number one. So it does take a little bit of time to ramp up to it. But going through it, it really does set the stage for the remaining five boxes. Yeah, yeah. I, I th the point I think there is that no one's ever asked them who they are. No, exactly. And because they haven't asked, they haven't thought about the answer. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, right. that's that's great. So the I am is a significant category, although yep. it sounds simple. Significant. Yeah, I will say that that they tend to lean into predetermined titles here. So like you said, uh, their title at work, um, they'll say I'm a CEO or I'm a, you know, a manager or whatever predetermined titles that's, that's given to them. Um, it also could be a mother, a father, um, you know, whatever parent, that type of thing. But for them to give themselves a title here is a different mindset that they have to get to. And it causes them to think about who they could become. Right. Yep. It, and, and they really haven't dealt with I am. It's 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 fascinating. Um, can I go on? Yeah. So the next one is proud of, proud of, and the smiles and the laughter on this one <laughs> are incredible. Yeah. People have often not thought about what they're proud of, what they're most proud of, and again, if you limit them to three to five, they come up with things that are just amazing. And things that they have thought about, maybe in the back of their mind, but they haven't put on the forefront, that are of great significance. They're proud of the development of this person that they were involved in and 
how, how they impacted their life. They're proud of this, you know, volunteering. They're proud of the development of uh, one of their children. And it all starts to come together. And when you look at what someone is proud of, you find often in there their destiny because it brings them joy. And if you can connect both what someone does for a living and what brings them joy, you, you've got an incredible career. And so this, this one is amazing. And again, I will tell you, most people haven't thought about what they're proud of. It's like no one's ever asked me that before. And it is so much fun after I am to go to I am proud of. And uh, it's just been a great one for me. What What are your thoughts, Brian? Yeah, I think this one gives a great opportunity to really challenge your thinking. As you're completing this one, look beyond just the initial reaction that you'll have. Because like you said, somebody will say, oh, I'm proud of my kids. Okay, but ask yourself, so what about your kids are you proud of? Um, what was your involvement in it? And just ask some of those probing questions of yourself as you're completing this, because I think from that, now you're digging into the actual behaviors and the influence that you have with the, whatever element that you're actually proud of. And I think there's an opportunity there to really dig in. Yeah, that's that's so true. And that leads to the third storyboard chapter people successes. This one also brings great joy. As you talk to someone about the people successes that they've had in their life or their career, they find joy in that. And wow. So that means that the human finds joy in helping others. It's incredibly consistent. Everyone I've done the storyboard with, found incredible joy in speaking about the people successes they've had. The uh, intern that they helped develop who became, you know, the head of the company uh, and so on and so on, that, that kind of thing, the, the effect they've had on others' lives, the teaching that they've given, the mentorship that they've given, the modeling of behaviors that they've given, that impacted others uh, is is a source of incredible joy. So people successes connects an individual with where they want to go for the future. Because what if you could affect thousands of people, hundreds of people, whatever the number? It uh, it, it it awakens this possibility that there's something bigger out there for them because they did it. And, and, and they can speak to it. It's, it, this has been an amazing one for me. Yeah, I definitely think it, it ties to proud of um, in many ways, at least through the people that I've talked to. They, they seem to tie those things because they're usually proud of some sort of people's success. So I, in, in many ways, I think um, they, they do tie that together. What I will say about the people's success, though, it, it's far more meaningful in the uh, – the outcomes that that people usually share here. They're really proud of how they helped improve someone's life, their career, whatever it might be. Um, so it, it's it, it's always interesting to go through the people success one for me because it does show 
the the integrity of people, the um, kind of how they're wired, um, you know, it really demonstrates their overall purpose in their life. Yeah, I mean, if you were to find somebody here who didn't have people successes, they should figure out how to have that or find another business mm -hmm. to be in. Yeah, really. Because most of us are in the business of people mm -hmm. and it matters. And in order to be a great leader, we have to have people successes. Yeah. And it has to be uh, paramount for us. Right. And, and so often those are the... Yeah, often yeah, I think, we, you know, we talk about this through the lens of business, but I think, you know, just looking at your people success just holistically in your life. So even if you're not in a people business, whatever that is, your, your you know, profession, um, you have contact with people in your life. So, you know, I would really challenge yourself there. Um, if you're conducting this with someone else, challenge them certainly to think outside of the box uh, um, of work life and, and really look holistically in your life. Yeah. This can be about family. Sure. Uh, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be about business, but what you learn in having success with people in your family, you can, you can take to the workplace as well. Definitely. All right. So the next three, let's go on to those. So these are more, um, business related in some ways, at least the first one here is a big deal. So as business leaders, we need to have led and uh, successfully conducted projects. So we go to projects. Now it's quite interesting, the things that come out here. I mean, it could have been a, a camp, uh, a, a Girl Scout cookie drive that we learned the most from, but projects led is a significant piece that is often missing when people talk about themselves. They don't realize that they were the leader of that project that achieved these incredible results. And getting them to talk about projects led is right off of people successes, often tied together in many ways, um, become significant in terms of career, in terms of growth, in terms of value to an organization, et cetera. So we want people to be able to speak to and understand the projects that they've led, especially those that were incredibly successful, because they can repeat those. And uh, it, it's a game changer when they connect with this one. What, what have you found, Brian? I think this really shows how you envision the significance of your work. So even if you're not leading a team, how are you contributing to the project? How are you impacting the team around you? Um, with this, it really shows how people feel connected to the things that they do. Yeah, I think the, uh, the other thing that I come away with from this one is, is it your responsibility to step up and lead this project? What if you did? Oh, yeah. What What if you were just a passive player, but you changed your role and you stepped up and led? So I want people to think about the fact that leading projects to completion, to fruition, is a big deal. And it's what makes organizations, whether they're for-profit or non-profit, whatever, it makes them win and be successful. And so we as, you know, organizations, companies, et cetera, teams, we need successful projects. 
and we need leaders to step up and lead. And it's 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 quite significant when when people grasp with this one after they've come off of people successes to okay, what projects have you led? And it it's it's quite interesting, mm-hmm. and it is again often how we create our value in the workplace. Yep, don't forget that. Yeah, definitely. You know that project that I led created this. You know a change in NOI for the organization. Wow. Okay. So if you have that ability, if you can show that ability, if you can develop that ability, your value changes. Yeah. And I think as you're writing your story, as you're defining your life, defining your story, you know, think about that. So, you know, before, you know, I talked about, you know, are you the protagonist of your story? Are you the lead actor? Are you that supporting actor? If you're looking at yourself as that lead actor, you're leading some sort of projects. You're setting example for others in your team. You're making an impact on those around you. So, yeah, so true. So true. All right, let me go on to the next one then. So this one has been the most difficult. So it is my learnings. So this one is very self-reflective. So what have you learned over the course of your career? over the course of your life? What have been the most significant learnings? So this one causes people to think. And then they tell a story about this thing that they learned of great significance, and then this other, and and so on. So this is another uh, category where most of the people ask this question have never considered it. What are your most significant learnings? What have you learned in your career? What have you learned in your role? And it is a big deal because as they come to grips with their learnings, it creates this glimpse to the future. And we all have to learn. We are all works in progress. We are not complete. We aren't there yet. And if we're con- consistently learning, we get better every day. And that changes everything. So I found this one to be an incredible part of the storyboard. And it it varies significantly by individual, but it causes great thinking and it's it's a game changer. Yeah, this is one that I love to ask during interviews. And uh, it could be a job interview, but it could be just a personal interview when I'm just interviewing someone is, you know, what did you learn from that? I'd love to have that as my follow-up after I've asked about some sort of situation. That's um, huge. That yeah, is if, huge. Even if it's a success, what did you learn from that success? And I don't think we set aside enough time to reflect on these things. In fact, when I'm talking about time management, when I teach time management, uh, one of the things I always talk about is blocking time to reflect. So blocking time to reflect on the things that you learn from you know, where you come up short on something, but also blocking time to to reflect on the things that you learn from your successes. And if you can devote time in your leadership rhythm, in your cadence to these things, you're going to learn and you're going to grow at exponential rates. Yeah, we need to learn from our failures and from our successes. Definitely. That's huge. And th- this one's amazing. So as you as you confront my learnings, it's it's of great significance to seeing again your future. 
because what you've learned leads to your future. And that's the final storyboard piece, my future. So what do you want out of this? Where are you going? Who are you? What will you become? What's your destiny? This one's amazing. So most people, again, that are asked this and are completing the storyboard haven't thought it through, haven't seen the clear vision, but the storyboard has helped them get there and they're on their way. So having them define their future is of incredible significance. So for each of you, think about it. What do you want? What can you achieve? Who are you? What's it look like? You know, what's what's that destiny? If you were to define it, what's that look like? This brings the storyboard home. It brings it, you know, in in the full 360 and it 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 brings it together. Yeah, this one is critical. So just like the I am is critical to aligning your consciousness with who you are today, the my future sets you up for defining your vision of who you want to become. So we have the, you know, from this storyboard, we create our current state in bar, and then we create a transformed state in bar. And so these two really do, um, they do sandwich everything else, the proud of, the my projects, the people's success, the my learns, they do sandwich those two things, but they really set up that next step of creating an actual in bar map. Yeah, when we're working with a client, once this is completed, the ability to create the MBAR map, which is designing their destiny, which is who they want to become, what they want to achieve, and so on, uh, becomes plausible. It all starts coming together. Mm -hmm. And our greatest client successes were at the conclusion of great storyboards. And suddenly things became clear. And the future became, you know, plausible. I can do this. I get who I am. I get where I'm going. I can do this. So it all comes together. So if each of you as emerging leaders or executives or wherever you're at in your career will complete this storyboard process for yourself, you'll find that the future becomes evident and plausible. And it it's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's it, it is such a powerful tool, and it it is a little ignored, I think, in in our business life. You know, we're we're so tactical, we're so heads down on on activities and and that kind of thing that we forget to actually pause and reflect on our lives and the things that we are achieving today and things that we want to achieve. And when we talk about writing our own story. We do need to, first of all, define our existing story, our current story, um, and then defining our ideal story. Uh, you know, what does that look like? So, you know, going through this process, creating a current state in bar and a transformed state in bar gives us those stories to be able then to define the action plan that we need to put in place, allow us to get to work on that action plan, remaining flexible on it. You know, we might have to adjust things along the way. But if we don't begin by defining our stories, we're never going to be able to get there. Well said, Brian. Write that down, will you? <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to it. Could be a t-shirt.
<laughs> that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, the storyboard is significance as it relates to MBAR because it, it just begins the process, sets the stage and, you know, the future is up to us and it's what we make it. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it. Thank you, Brian. Well done. All right. You too. Thanks a lot, Mark. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Have a good evening. Thank you. You, you too. <laughs> talk to you later. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on Imbar, Gapology, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.